Hi everyone. This is the second episode of our conversation with BeSafe founder Vikas Bagadia. In continuation of the last episode, we continue to deep dive into BeSafe as a business and talk about some of the challenges and solutions about distributed manufacturing. Hope you enjoy this chat. What's fascinating me at this at this moment is I'm I'm listening to you break it down and what's striking me right now and I guess that might be the takeaway for for uh, most of our younger listeners right now is a problem or a, a you know a potential solution might seem like a big complex thing a big scary thing um you might think of a solution but then you might think like hey I have no money or hey I have no knowledge about this industry how the hell am I going to get this done uh you know bahut bada hai but then i hear you and i'm i'm thinking to myself like if i just take a problem and i break it down into its essential components and and it doesn't become that scary uh, anymore and then amongst those essential components you can pick and choose what you need to build out an mvp i guess a, a minimum viable product right and and just test it right like does this even work do people even want it and i guess like people don't really you know don't really understand the concept of mvp very well um at least when starting out you know people think that you know mvp has to be this fancy thing or they uh, kind of go the opposite way and they kind of go the route where they think that the mvp of a car is a tire it's not it's a bike right is the that the classic example of an mvp so um so they go to either extremes but i i think what you're doing so beautifully is explaining how you can take a complex kind of sounding solution but when you actually break it down it's it's actually simple and you know ideas of how to build it are all around you you just have to be you know uh, very cognizant of of what pieces you can grab from around you around the world and just put it together to create a new solution um that's that's my takeaway at least no absolutely absolutely right rightly said you know i always say that it's all about hard work you put in you know uh, and that goes for each and every one uh, if you have a tough complex solution just put in your hard work see how you can break it down and see if this can commit it's not necessarily that everything will work everything uh, you know uh, i can say that uh, some things which worked for me not necessarily that it will work for everyone else but uh, you have to be your own judge to see that what i've done or how i did will it work for you as simple as that and take the best out of it yeah um yeah i i know ujwal is itching to ask him questions he's, he's kind of like elbowing me to get out of the way so i'll i'll get out of the way the the classic right as in uh, the manufacturing started and which is which is something that a lot of people uh, face and uh, in in that while you scale it up like you know like manufacturing in a single country and then you know uh, like like uh, the trades of international trades that come in and uh, you have to deal with a lot of distributors so here here i just have a very macro question that you know if if you started out with manufacturing in india and then uh, exporting it to x number of countries so first of all like you know i would i would let you uh, let you reveal the number that number of countries that you are uh, exporting right now and uh, also uh, are there any any problems that uh, you faced while scaling the manufacturing and uh, what was the you know uh, 
solution to that like you know it could be anything but uh, just from your perspective so first uh, uh, i just want to uh, correct here is we are not manufacturing anything ourselves yeah so we just got the best of the manufacturers of contract manufacturers under us and we tied up with them right so we have close to 25 different manufacturers for now we have around 40, uh, 40 different product right uh, it's not 15 so it's gone up to 40 products now so uh, so so we work closely with those manufacturers we procure our own ingredient we procure our own packaging we design our own packaging so only the manufacturing is outsourced other than the entire operation of psafe right from warehousing to the, to logistics means uh, not the uh, not the last while delivery but yes packaging and other stuff uh, you know uh, hr accounts finance uh, design marketing digital everything is in house so so scale scale was always uh, was a problem if you are manufacturing so i i took the best bet and best route easy route is that you started with contract manufacturing so uh, so that so whenever you have uh, additional load you can have multiple contract manufacturers for a particular product so that really helped us in scaling as well uh, the challenge which we had uh, because psafe toilet seat sanitizer falls under dangerous goods under iata under the the air traffic uh, air transportation rules uh, so recently this year uh, if covid was not there we would have got our first made in europe uh, made in eu product uh, uh, launched in, the, in in early february uh, but uh, i i can i can happily say that it got produced now in november so uh, so we so we are now locally producing there in italy uh, uh, so that we can save uh, we can save the transportation cost as well as because it's a it's a dangerous product because there is a gas in it uh, so so we we believed be near to your to your consumers the next unilever of the world will not be built on distribution it will be built on how you can reach your consumers no matter where they are so to that's that's so that's a statement that we would take away from this <laughs> so so if i would have to supply in eu and russia a i will have a challenge of made in india tag unfortunately so i look for a manufacturer who are present in italy who can make it for us at the same price and the transportation become easy because europe can be can be handled by on ground uh, and of course it's a it's a made in eu product it it command value it command uh, you know bit of premium as well so we took that route and i think we are happy that uh, even after 8 months of delay we we had a first bottle uh, i saw my first bottle image yesterday on the uh, on email so i think will be very soon uh, available across my uh, made in eu product for for this thing uh when you talked about <laughs> yeah so and you you asked me about where we are uh before that i can remember i was telling you that teen uh, i was about to sell psafe and srijana said no and then and this is a very important uh, uh, story about pisa which i want to tell to all the listeners here is what is important for you uh, your stake or or your uh, or cash or 
for any ventures, equity or cash rather. So many a time, I young young entrepreneurs, young startups, they'll they'll say, no, I don't want to dilute, I don't want to dilute. But I have invested in many startups myself, and I've seen many die down because they couldn't raise money at the right time, they couldn't uh, part away with the equity at the right time, and that that led to the to the to the death of that uh, venture. Uh, maybe there are many other reasons, but this can be one of the reasons. So when a friend of mine uh, uh, approached me in 2017, early 17, he said, "Vikas, I can help you raise money, uh, but uh, you you have to take me on board as a co-founder, and uh, you have to give me a substantial uh, su- substantial amount of uh, equity. But I can I can really help this brand. Like the first initial funding, I can get you." I think that happened with me, and I gave away almost half of my company to him. It was not a uh, safety card, but we created a new company, and I made him fifty percent partner in that company without taking any money from him. But he had this, uh, uh, you know, a gold uh, a hand of gold. You can say that, or he had this Madas touch that. Uh, after that, uh, he spoke to a few of the guys, and within two months of incorporating PSafe into Redcliffe Hygiene, which is now the owner of Redcliffe Hygiene, uh, 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 with the owner of PSafe, we raised a funding of a million dollar uh, at <laughs> you won't believe at an eighteen crore valuation in six months' time, from fifty lakhs rupees, when nobody was willing to give me for that br- uh, brand, we were eighteen crore brand in six months' time. Wow, that's like the real blitzscaling, I would say. Since we're talking about getting off the ground, I wanted to understand uh, your perspectives on going offline first or online first, you know, uh, since you were awarded as the best SMB by Amazon India. So do you think offline channels are still dominating or the online channels are largely dependent on the categories of the product for, for something like uh, beverages may not work in a classic D2C model, but... Uh, products with longer shelf life or recurring use cases which people might store in bulk will dominate the online space and uh, then the ad hoc categories can still remain uh, in the offline world great question and i think that's uh, i think psef has a as a as a classic story and uh, i always believe that people should learn from what we've done and it's all the the credit goes to the team so when we started so there's a there's a there's an era now, pre-COVID and COVID, right? Pre-COVID, it's all online, it's all digital. But that's that's for Gen Z. That's for the 11, 11 million, eleven uh, percent of the Indian population or fifteen percent of the Indian population who buys online, right? Maybe now it's around eighteen percent. But this is for short term, right? I'm sure as soon as things get normal, people will start going back to the market and they'll start buying. You can't ignore the offline. You know, before COVID, it was like three, seven percent was of India's GDP. Uh, uh, it it has gone marginally up, but short term, yes, it will work. But what we did in 2017, and starting from 2017, we started building our offline distribution channel to take these companies: ITC, Unilever, Dabur, Medicos, uh, you know, Goldrage. Uh, you know, uh, PNG, they're all distribution-led, very heavy offline presence. 
right oh wonderful that's a very different perspective so i guess the only option remains is omni channel go both absolutely absolutely and and what we did was we started and and again if you're selling a product offline i won't i won't say uh, at this point point of time the credibility comes when you at at a at a good store right because if you sell a product offline it means it took took a lot of pain challenges hardship to place yourself on the shelf <clears throat> and placing on the shelf is the most difficult part versus selling online right so we took that route and we are now i can happily say that 50% of our sales still comes from offline though we are a d2c brand but 50% of our sales come from offline and the 50% which we sell online i think a lot credit goes to our offline mode where it happens like o2o offline to online people see us off offline they may not buy that time but then we do our 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 uh, trust building our brand building our informative our education program of online when people see and they buy hey you know i saw that at the airport i saw that at the mall i saw it at the at a particular doctor's chamber i saw it at a at a at a particular friend place so that really helped us in in scaling our online venture uh, online sales as well and i'll say that uh, very difficult to compete for the shelf spaces right but our product actually created that trust in the users a because it was reducing the the uti which is a very very sensitive question uh, you know uh, issues for everyone every woman involved and that that gave us a good mileage and in fact i also give you one example that uh, in 2017 the movie toiletic rape katha was about to come in uh it was 15, 13th of august 2017 i still remember the date oh yes i i do remember psaf was a category sponsor for that particular movie and uh, i'm sure there is some jugad or some back story to make this deal happen absolutely uh you know i think the marriage was made in heaven toiletic prem katha toilet seat sanitizer spray you know you can't have a better better engagement better uh, you know uh, collaboration for a brand with a movie we were the first startup in india to do a, a a branding with a film uh, with the with the with the likes of akshay kumar there's a story behind it also they came the so two months before the release of the movie they the production house vicom came to us and he said uh, why why can't you become a hygiene partner for the for the for the movie toilet prem katha and they were charging 2 crores or rupees i hardly had that kind of money to give only for to to be a be a hygiene partner right i said no no and then one one fine day uh, uh, four weeks before the release of the movie i got a call from the production office i went down in the uh, to to bombay and i was surprised that i came to know that uh, twinkle khanna was an avid user of psa for last three years her family uses psa and uh, <clears throat> she said okay no problem uh, through through her office that uh, we were asking you to cross but i think 5 lakh rupees works for us but be the partner so so that's the that's the belief that's the trust which we have built it up now before that when we were going to the offline mode and selling a product to the retailers that why don't you keep our product they said boss ye bikega nahi aap rakh jao uh 90 din baad aana tab paise denge agar bikega nahi bikega ye sab i tried everywhere nobody used to like was happy to keep the product the movie released gordon akshay kumar tweeted got a uh, got a branding in the movie posters and everything then entire janta of that retail market came back to us mere ko pcf rakhna aaj hi rakhna this is the advance for you that's the life changes 
that's the life changes it really helped the movie really helped in getting that credibility around yeah when akshay kumar's movie sort of things can endorse this kind of product then definitely it had something oh dang that's the deal everyone wants to land but uh, we do see a lot of brands on our movie screens and uh, not every brand honestly uh, makes you feel that you know you would want to use so uh, what is something that differentiated psa from other brands trust your consumers are your biggest testimonial provider i think if you if you start talking to your consumer this is how we build our influencer network i think we are a, we are a study again on on instagram where when very early now people are using influencers now but but right we started using influencers way back in 17 right we signed our first celebrity celebrity uh uh in uh, 2017 Now I'll I'll before before that I'll just go that how we use this uh, the influence and how we can build a trust. So I I and Shrijira myself used to call our consumers customers who were bought online and whose data were there who used to buy at pcep dot com. That did you like the product? If you liked it, can you put it on Instagram? Saying that you bought this product and it worked for you. So we never never. Gave away the product free of cost to influencer to say to write about it, and the next day we'll see that he's writing for something else. Then the third day he's writing for some competition. No, we we went to our so we I used a word called middle class long tail influencer. Middle class, not of course in terms of economy, but but middle class in the terms of in uh, Instagram followers, right? So I am a middle class long tail influencer. I have a two thousand followers on Instagram, right? I am not a I am not a celebrity, and I am not a blue tick, and I am not a, a guy who will always post about a product, right? But if I post something, the followers who I have, maybe who who like me, what I have been doing, or my friends and family, immediate friends and family, maybe I know fifty to sixty percent of them personally. So if I post a product, they'll believe in me. Rather than an influencer uh, who looks beautiful and who just posts whatever they want to, so our initial six thousand post on 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 Instagram, I still remember that number correctly till two thousand eighteen end, were all our real consumers, real real customers. That that gave that gave the confidence of of so many people. came back and then gynecologists themselves recommending it so it was completely organic right it it became a generic name abhi kya hota hai when you go to a, a store people will say pcep de do they will never say toilet seat sanitizer spray aur wo jo retailer hai ab to chalo bahut sare competition aa gaye wo koi bhi brand nikal ke de dega you know you know till date uh, the gynecologist prescribe uh, use pcep right it's like it's like detol instead of a uh, antiseptic lotion or a xerox instead of a photocopier so whenever so whenever any any investor used to ask me what the moth around it i said nothing it's just the brand name anybody can come and copy this and they are doing it now because i've been talking about hygiene and sanitizer since 2013 and uh, unfortunately covid made hundreds and hundreds of thousands of uh, companies uh, started launching the hygiene product <laughs> Yes. Uh, so it fair to assume that uh, it just took seven years to become overnight success in this category. 
but uh, i'm i'm pretty sure that uh, overnight success for you to become a celebrity will be much shorter on this podcast <laughs> you know uh, you know always when i when when uh, in, i haven't done many podcasts i think this is the second podcast but a uh, few interviews here and there uh, and uh, i do get invited to b schools sometimes generally i'm completely shy away from these but uh, i'm not a public speaker i really don't know how to pick uh, to face public so this story which you asked about it is uh, you know while i was in safety cart it and this was in early 2016 really forced me to go and meet, meet this vc uh, who is now in the top 3 vcs of india a very highly successful vc yeah. uh, great company great uh, team uh, you know they have bagged uh, they have uh, bagged a lot of great companies great founders i have never been you know i've never been to a b school i never i'm, I'm not a not a consultant i don't know how to do things uh, you know usme na computer tha na kuch se sikh gaye aur jaise se bade hote gaye sikhte gaye logo se aap log jaise logo se sikhte gaye jo bhi sikh gaye aur just just try to be honest to myself and honest to my business so uh, this this guy or this friend of mine really forced me to go and meet this vc uh, cuz i'm not naming him and not naming the vc as well uh, so he said because amazing amazing concept of safety card it was it wasn't for pc it was for safety card right uh, and uh, it was an e-commerce i was do i was doing around uh, you know uh, 300 orders a day you know uh, uh, only safety uh, e-commerce venture uh, he he heard me and he said everything numbers are good but i don't know what made him say this that because i think you will not get funding it's not from him but as general that you may not get funding he said you may not get funding then i said but i said why uh, in the business business of course you need in this thing a you are a single founder uh, b uh, so at that point of time he didn't knew that i also run other businesses and uh, I'm fairly successful myself. Uh, after 15 years of, he said, I, I, he must have thought. In fact, I asked him. He said he thought that point of time that uh, I have left my good cushy job and I wanted to start something, right? Uh, but coming from old school and something like that. So, so the first become pass be अच्छे अच्छे post पर पहुँच जाते थे, right? जो कि आजकल के बच्चे अभी नहीं समझते हैं. So he said because uh, you won't get funding. I said why? Well, no, you doesn't have a pedigree. You're not from IIT and IIM. It becomes very difficult for those guys <laughs> who are not from IIT and IIM to get funding. I took it like this is not done, boss. Well, I thought to myself. Then I started asking question to himself. Well, if you allow, and it was junior to me. He was like 2012 pass out uh, from IIT from IIM. 2010 from IIT. Uh, Uh, I said which batch? Uh, then he co- told me. So I remember in 2010 I knew someone. 2000, uh, 2008 I knew someone. I said, do you know this guy, X Y Z? Well, yeah, yeah. He was my senior, and uh, you know, he 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 actually helped me what I am today. He groomed me this and that. I'm like, do you know where he is? Like he works for some company uh, who's into defense and aerospace. I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, now you know where I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But please, this is this is excellent Schadenfreude for us. So please go ahead. <laughs> so I said, uh, you know, my personal number. I just made it up that I don't have his number. Uh, you know, now of course you know that you told me that. Uh, uh, 
I I can't be funded, so why don't you make make me speak to this guy? And he called this guy and said, uh, "There's the cars uh, running a safety car who wants to, uh, you know, raising a funding or something like that." So he wanted to speak to you. So to cut it short, uh, he told him that uh, I have been working for Vikas for last seven years now, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's a great guy. Blah blah blah. Whatever he was saying, he was saying. I think I phone called him. तो मैंने उसको बोला लुक सन मैंने उसको बोला लुक सन नेवर एवर टेल टू एनी वन दैट और से टू एनी वन दैट यू वोट गेट फंडिंग बिकॉज ऑफ अ लैक ऑफ पेटिकली यू नेवर नो हू दैट पर्सन इज आई रन मेनी बिजनेस आई एम नेवर प्राउड ऑफ वॉट आई एम टूडे एंड आई आई कैन से दैट आई एम नेवर प्राउड ऑफ वॉट यू आर टूडे बिकॉज बिकॉज ऑफ यू गाइज वी लर्न सो मच यू आर द स्मार्टेस्ट बट ने would never be mean to anyone but i but that time i became mean i said something which i regretted i told him and i, I and i'm telling to all my listeners i regretted what i told to him i said i said pata hai agar hum jaise log nahi ho na to tum jaise logo ko naukri nahi milegi that was bad on my part <laughs> wait, wait so i have to ask why do you regret this <laughs> it's not good actually it's not good what i said it was it was i was i became so so, so i was so angry it's not that that because of us people uh, see it and i am are the amazing institute i i wish i was there they they shape what people are so i was actually not demeaning him but demeaning the uh, you know uh, the institute which was wrong you know it's institute is above all and i i should not have said that if i was if we are not there you won't get a job no they they are amazing piece of it's very difficult to get into these kind of institutions I, maybe I never tried to got got into on this kind because I was afraid to uh, to to fail at that point of time, and uh, so that's why I got into Jharkhand University. But but yes, मेरे मुँह से ये निकला, and he realized that, uh, and he said no Vikas, I think I think that was bad on my part to say this, uh, uh, and I, I I said sorry to him that मुझे बोलना नहीं चाहिए था, but but I I don't have any shame on 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 talking about it and regretting it and saying sorry and saying apology to entire fraternity that I told this. right right and uh, yeah i th- i think it's important to point out here for people who might you know uh, not understand where you or like for for example other entrepreneurs like ourselves are coming from when we express this kind of frustration it's it's not against a single person or a single institute or a- anything like that it's more about how the industry is structured to kind of you know disincentivize looking for talent in unlikely places and 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 that kind of disenfranchises the the entire like entrepreneur community because like to be a good entrepreneur by definition you have to be an outlier and you know the framework that this this industry is is set up in nowadays at least is is frankly it's not looking for outliers so that's where the frustration comes out from i think that's my understanding of it yeah because feel free to correct me if i'm wrong i think true i think i think uh uh I think I I was very angry when he said that uh, uh, you know you're not from IIT and I am you don't have a pedigree. I think that was more of an anger, more of a frustration. It came out, but I I really said sorry. Uh, this should not be what should I have said. Uh, but yes, one should not judge anyone by his institute or where he is graduated from. To take 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 the world over, people people most of the successful people are drop dropouts, right? but but there are uh, a huge number of successful people who coming out from these great institutions 
uh but you, you just can't say that you won't get funding because you are not from a, uh, an iv or a you don't have a pedigree you can't say this yeah Yeah, the, I mean, yeah. Sorry, only only part to success is the constant constant learning. Like you know, uh, like you mentioned, a lot of dropouts. Even even uh, yeah. if we feel at your journey, so constant learning about what's changing in the market, tapping into that opportunity, and uh, like making into a successful business. So that that's what our takeaway is from from looking at your journey and uh, hearing about different businesses that you have started. Yeah, excellent point, Joel. I mean. yeah exactly like the learning is the key it can happen in a great like tier 1 institution but it can also happen in tier 2 tier 3 institution depends on the individual right like it's, it's what you teach yourself you can be in a tier 1 institution and learn nothing absolutely so so talking about past uh, master path of learning at like you know uh, i'm i'm just assuming at 40 plus age uh, and like how how insurance companies are placing it like you know uh, you start planning your retirement at 40 plus so and and what do you have seen that you are a constant learner yourself so uh, while while like you know um a lot of people in in that age category might have started retirement plans already so my question is not about the retirement but uh, what what keeps you going in your uh, personal and professional life that you know you are you have like you know started out very recently is just 7 years and you have a like obviously a lot to there a lot of lot of markets to tap into a lot of categories to tap into so what keeps you going in your uh, personal and professional life i think it's it's more towards uh you know taking chances uh and uh you know goal i think i think if i want to sh- shape it up is a the first rule of success is to have a vision you see if you don't have a vision of where you are going if you don't have a goal of where you are going you drift around and you never end ended up anywhere i think that vision of myself or i see that i have to do something or the other uh had kept me going and doing and adopting things which people are always afraid of doing it and i think it's it's in the genes as well my my dad is now 79 years old he has his own business separate business out of calcutta and he still works for himself he doesn't need to i'm the only son his his daughters are well placed his business is amazing he can sit and relax and can retire but he has never retired he told me one thing that if i retire if i don't do anything i'll age i'll start aging fast so i think that that got into me that i don't want to age fast so i have to work to <laughs> retire <laughs> i i guess that's a good good fear to have <laughs> uh so yeah so uh, also have a vision i I'll, i'll put like this i have two rules in my life one is to have a vision and rule number two is to don't listen to the naysayers don't listen to the naysayers quite quite insane <laughs> so so i think i think that kept always kept me going and i think i'll keep on going uh, maybe uh, people say what after psaf and psaf just started i'm not even 1% of what i can achieve in psaf but my team can achieve in psaf uh, now we have built up another brand but yes i want to give it 100% and maybe next i may start something else uh, and and after that something else would be wonderful for us uh, you could be the only guest on this podcast and we can keep having you back for newer and newer things <laughs> um yeah we we would never need to get out of this ecosystem 
it's been wonderful talking to you because like honestly um you know we i wish again you could see our desk right now ujwal has this huge pile of notes on his and i have this notebook on my end so it's it's definitely been very very insightful for us um uh and i know ujwal has a, a few closing things to to say so i'll i'll pass it on to him but yeah i i just wanted to say from my end no, it was great uh, talking to you guys and if anyone can learn a bit from what i have been through it's not that uh, i had great journey i had a great life but uh, i had a challenging life and i think uh, what i've done for myself is i'd always been being honest to myself that's it and i've treated my people well just just before ujwal comes in i can tell you this uh, one of my first hire was in 97 he still works with me i have i have out of all my businesses where i give my i give my 100% time for psef but other businesses are completely in a professional mode professional ceos but out of out of good 900 people who works with me across different verticals 87 to be precise are more than 18 years old with me 18 years old with me they have they have started working 18 years back with me and they are still with me if if you can do this you will be a successful person for sure yes i i guess that's a that's a success on both sides like building building that loyalty is something something like i don't know a lot of companies uh start think about it at at this early early like you know early journey so so i always always i always tell this uh, uh sentence uh, that you can't change the world alone you will need help and the truly gift yes as yes. from your starting point to your destination take friends colleagues the goodwill of strangers and a strong belief it will guide you that's wonderful yep great so uh, just just for a closing closing line uh, if if anyone of our uh, audiences want to reach out to you is there any social media handle that you want to drop in and uh, become like a overnight celebrity hey <laughs> uh, i definitely don't want to be an overnight celebrity i'm a most reachable guy uh, i really want to do what i what I, what i'm doing and i'm being known for that i'll be no i should be known for this i want to live you know legacy behind i'm very very approachable on linkedin uh i'm on all the social media you can ask for i'm a very social media savvy because when i was growing up there was no social media there was no internet so i'm i'm a, like a small, uh, you know big boy in a in a toy shop so i like social media <laughs> so i like uh, I, i i i love to be around i love to be seen so it's there so you can reach out to me anywhere and i'm i reply to 100% of my reply uh, of questions on on linkedin so linkedin is the best way yeah. great definitely we will we'll, uh, put put your handle in the show notes then yeah uh wonderful uh again vikas thank you so much thank you for uh, you know uh, coming on to our show and and having this wonderful kind of you know a, a meandering chat i i believe that learning is not linear i i believe that you know we got a lot more out of this than if we had just gone question after question so i i really do appreciate your patience and and sitting with us and talking to us for almost like uh, you know over an hour um but uh, yeah really from the both of us from ujwal and myself and from you know the team at a brand new world thank you vikas and thank you yeah, for thank you so very much i think i wish you guys all the best and i hope your podcast grows and you keep on inspiring people and i think i think the the one last statement which i want to really make which you know i always believe in that and what i have learned anything in my time traveling the world it is the power of hope the power of one person you know take it washington lincoln martin 
King, Mandela, Gandhi, one person can change the world by giving people hope. So if you can't change the world, lift up the down road. I think that's what we need to do. That's all for today, folks. We hope that this episode was both instructive as well as enjoyable. If you liked it, do subscribe and rate us. It really helps us out. And if you know someone else who might enjoy Brand New World, do point them in our direction. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode.